Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of Top Access Fun with me, Robert. Where with me, Pete? My lap mo. Full furnace, baby. You know Full how furnace once again. Sorry, I was indisposed last week. I was I was away. I was on fields afar. <laughs> Off ends. But luckily, <laughs> luckily How did you go had- from from fields of far off ends. Like, man just... <laughs> off ends could be anything from just a certain road. It could be in, in like, Papua New Guinea. Papua New Guinea, you know. Okay. Something, something tells me we're in Kansas anymore. It's part of the end of the road, baby. Okay, let's lose. Robert's back. As you can hear, back. In full effects. Best off the furnace, back in full effects. We'll let the listeners decide that. The listeners know. The listeners know. But yeah, I wasn't here last week, but we had special guest Amanda, the red-haired archaeologist. Whoop, 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 whoop. And I hear... Incredible guest. It was an incredible recording, to be honest. Yeah, she's a gem. If you haven't listened to it, Pause this, go back, mm. listen to it, and then come back. Yeah. Who knows? So the question, the question might... now is, how did you find that recording? How did you find the recording, you did it right. If you did it right. What do you mean? Are you asking? I'm, I'm, I'm saying to the listeners, how did they find the previous recording? Yeah, they paused it to it. go back to listen and come back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully they dig it. <laughs> That's actually never miss, never miss opportunity. <laughs> cool. All right, we back, we back in this. Who's in the hot yep. seat today? I believe you are. Yeah. Oh man. All right. Hit me, Robert. Should so quick question. Yeah. Should members of the Methodist Church leave? Oof. You might <laughs> want to throw in context. Nah. <laughs> oh, no. Like, uh, there was a story behind this. What, what, was, what was the story? Oh, didn't, weren't you the one that shared it to the group? Oh, I was say. Yeah, but yeah, that was ages ago. You know, I, I have limited bandwidth for, for what, what can stay in my memory. Oh, gosh. I feel so, sorry for you. So, for those who don't know what we're talking about, would you like to extrapolate? <laughs> so, the... The, the Methodist Church uh, passed like a new policy, um, overwhelmingly actually, to now allow for same-sex marriage in the church, and so they no longer recognise homosexuality as a sin. Um, and this was literally, I think, about two hundred and something to forty-six. So Oof. the vast majority uh, voted for Wait, this. Do they no longer recognise it as a sin? Well, if or is, that, is that what you're extrapolating from their decision? That okay, yeah, that's that's a fair point. That's what I'm extrapolating from their new policy to now allow same-sex marriage in the church. I'm extrapolating that they no longer see it as a sin in this New Testament, post-New Testament sort of dispensation. And so, my question to Robert is: If members of the Methodist Church should leave? Especially, I'm guessing, and most, you know, I'm obviously saying those that might think that the Bible is still true. Oh, this is such a loaded question. (laughs) So, I would say that the kind of almost fortunate, unfortunate position we find ourselves in this DNA when it comes to um, denominations is um, if you don't gel with a certain denomination, you can just move and leave to another one. Um, But I don't, even though it's become like law, or not, not law, but 
I don't know if I'd go as far to say that it's become part of the Methodist doctrine that same-sex marriage is okay. Like, you can make something... You can, like, give something make a pass. It permissible. Yeah. But not, like, it's... it's like, it's written in stone. Yeah. Plus, they have Wait, said no, that no, no, pastors, no, no. Aren't, pastors are allowed to deny marrying people if, if they don't feel like they can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So, 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 like from what from what I understand, it's not saying that if you're Methodist, that means that you believe same-sex marriage is okay. Mm. Um. So I think because of that, it just comes down to people's first personal conviction as to whether the the church, like the home church that they go to, um, has those views, and if so, um, then it means it might mean that your church views doesn't align with your views. So it might be time to look for a new church. You could just move to another Methodist church that aligns to what you what you think. Yeah. But it does it does open a, a whole can of worms in saying we as a denomination are allowing this. But if you as a leader don't agree with it, you can still deny them. Oh, it sounds like Boris Johnson giving his talks about Corona growth. Um, <laughs> opens a whole can of worms because now it, you're you're opening the door for your for your pastors and your leaders to be individually persecuted for their stances on the Bible. I mean, I mean to to take uh, not not even to take a swipe. Even the kingdom of darkness doesn't do this. And so when <laughs> when the, when the Pharisees said Jesus was casting out demons by the power of Beelzebub, he was like a kingdom divided unto itself yeah. shall not stand. And so even the kingdom of darkness does not have such, you know, fundamental disagreements amongst themselves. So it's mm. to me really strange that they make that provision, um, and really strange that, you know, it, it's coming across by that provision that we're not necessarily saying this isn't a sin, or it's like I don't know. I, it, it's very very confusing to me. Yeah. I won't lie. I wouldn't be surprised if like Methodist breaks into like two branches where you have like neo Methodism mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then uh, old school Methodism. Yeah. Um, Follow up question. Sorry, sorry, bro. Um, if a church is supposed to be your family, do you up and leave your family if you disagree on something? Um, well, there's many reasons for leaving the family. You know, um, I think if you have a disagreement about like broad family values, then you should definitely leave. Mm-hmm. Unlike if your nuclear family say they were done with cannibalism, <laughs> <laughs> no much, of, no no amount of you having the same blood is going to make you stay. Unless you're into that kind of thing too. Mm. If you weren't and you stayed, you wouldn't be safe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> might end up racking up for dinner and kind of like you are dinner. Yeah, and and to be honest, I feel like the church already makes provisions for things that are seen as sin, like a divorce and remarriage. Mm. So, it, so this this isn't like something completely new. It's just that. Right now, homosexuality is like a very hot topic and it's something that Christians find very easy to attack because it's a sin that is easy to, yeah, a sin that's easy to attack. And and one that is easy to attack when it's not your own sin that you're committed. Yeah, facts. I, I was going to say as well, I might be mistaken, I very well might be mistaken, but I think the Catholic Church won't re- remarry you. I was going to say, because I don't think all churches accept that. I think that was part of the reason why um, Henry Day... Henry actually started the church. Yeah. Not necessarily because of divorce, per se, because he wanted to marry again. That was one of the the factors that went into the institution of of the church, where it was like, yeah, I've I've, I've done my thing. I kind of want to get another wife. And you might say, no, cool, bunny. but, but, but even with that, I'm sure that there will be pastors here or there who, even though it says you can't marry again, they'll just let it slide because, you know, why not? Um, I, I don't know if, if that can be done. Um, if 
the Catholic Church structure is anything like the Church of England, where everything is documented mm. um, in, ter- in terms of like the wedding ceremonies that happens within the churches and stuff like that. Um, that there will be an undeniable trace or record somewhere that you have been married already and you're about to get married again. And this person married you and potentially this person is marrying you again. Um, so yeah, that, that would definitely raise questions. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm happy. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not necessarily selling shots at Methodist Church or whatever. I just I don't understand. I'm not Methodist, so maybe it doesn't concern me. But I consider them Christian and thus by our shared faith I find it interesting at the very least. So But they're not the first denomination. I think they're they're currently the largest denomination. They're the largest and the most traditional, I presume, because I mean you've got you've got new charismatic gay pastors who lead churches. Yeah. <laughs> I saw one on catfish and he was looking for um, he was being catfished by some guy. He was um trying to uh you're trying to date. That's just interesting. Because they were talking about all sorts as you do with catfish. But yeah, there you go. That's yeah. interesting. So I think my my one is for the spanner in the works. Um, so you see how the Bible says the man is the head of the household. Yep. And, <laughs> and stipulates um, the posture in which a woman should learn and not permit permitting a woman to to like do certain things, but to be sub- subject to their husband. Um, even saying. Um, like God is under, I mean, man is under God, a woman is under man. Um, and there's there's that channel, there's that link there. How how would you navigate having a female boss at work? Uh, female boss is very different from female wife. <laughs> Especially <laughs> but but from, from the context of leadership. So the 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 woman is leading the house. So so in terms of leadership, it just says um, Paul was like, I don't permit a woman to have leadership over a man, um, which extended also not just to a marriage, I believe. I could be mistaken, um, but almost extended out of it. Peter, feel free to correct me if I, if I am mistaken. Um, and Robert. Um, so, yeah, just in terms of a woman not being permitted to have leadership over a man, how would that work in just like a regular employment? Um, I think that I think I would I I would um plead law of the land, mm. and if if the law allows you to have a female boss, then um I don't think you're going against God's word to have a female boss. Um. Yeah, and I think with the whole um, women learning from men, um, I I I always saw that like when it, um, I always saw, saw that as learning biblical things, not so much learning about life and everything else. Mm. Um, in in that way, and and yeah, and we've seen in the Bibles where women have led, and God didn't say, "Nah, bro, you can't be leading my people." I know she has got something to say about that one. Yeah. <laughs> and like just before Peter does give his if he does want to say something my thing is if if there being like a female leader was so horrendous to God he would have just raised up another man to just take the place just like that in my opinion um, yeah because I think was it was it Deborah? yeah Deborah yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have never heard it mentioned like that fam fam it sounded like an anime character it sounded like Gamora from Guardians no, of Deborah. the Galaxy Deborah, no, Deborah's I, name. Who's ever said it like that? It's Deborah, no? No, no Deborah's name as well. Okay. Yeah. And like, didn't... I, and I didn't see have like... was one of the Margin Boo characters. It's like <laughs> legit from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> anyway, Deborah, Deborah, whatever. 
um, she had like a guy coming from a, the like, guy that was sending for Pia when he was talking about um, Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> Yeah, but he said something wild though. He said something like <laughs> You said Deborah instead of De- Deborah. No, De- exactly. Deborah's an actual name though. No, it's just as wild. I'm sorry. No. In the Bible, no, 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 no. In, in the Bible is also a name in Ghana. I'm telling you now. <laughs> and so it's and so is Deborah. Like De- Deborah in the Bible isn't spelled D-E-B-R-A. And like the, the, the way it's spelled, sometimes it is said Deborah. Like honestly. <laughs> I mean, you're the first person I've heard say, but like, I'm, not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna die yeah, on that hill. And and the thing is, I've listened to quite a few different Bible translations, and all of them say Deborah. I've but never heard cool. Deborah, but yeah, it's cool. That's <laughs> <laughs> fine. Anyway, it's hard. Deborah, Deborah, she even had like a guy under her as her second in command, and like if man was good enough to be a second in command, then surely that would mean that he would be good enough to be a leader of everything. If God so really wanted him. Them to have a male leader. Yeah, I so I mean, I don't necessarily disagree per se. I do think that, um, in terms of the um, women not leading, not teaching sort of thing, it's always appeared to me as though that was specific to a certain people, um, or a certain situation that was going on, um. And that it was more to do with um, there being, um, there not being chaos in a service and, and people not doing things for the wrong reasons. So not, not you know, wanting mm. to appear smart or not wanting to appear more holy that was happening at the time. So it's, I, I find that interesting because I think now that, um, you know, it's availability and if there is no more male or female or, um, Jew or Gentile, then it really is just about availability when it comes to serving the Lord mm. and coming before Him. So, I might maybe I've changed my tune from however many years ago, but yeah. that's sort of yeah, that's sort of how I see it now. Is who's more available? Who's made themselves more available? Mm. Who's been put in a position for such a time as these to bring another um, female leader? Ruth, is it Ruth? No. No, was it? Yes. Uh, like, well, yeah. Well, that's the verse it came from. Yeah, no. yeah. That, that, no, it's Esther. Sorry, Esther. Yeah, Esther. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yeah. yes. Esther. Yes. Yeah. Who was also not necessarily a leader, but in a position of power um, and influence. And influence. Yeah. So it's for me, it's now more about availability today um, when it comes to female leadership, especially in church, especially in terms of biblical studies, because you can learn. Like we learned from. Um, Amanda. Uh, Amanda last week, like incredible stuff. Like her books literally changed the way I look at the Bible. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I completely think you can now, you know, women uh, just as men can be in positions of power and influence and teaching on whatever. Mm. But, um, I think it will be about availability, and with that availability, I think will come a maturity that means those women will not be puffed up or proud and, and not be, you know, they'll still be in submission to their husband because that is the um, hierarchy of the household and still be people that you can respect and you can look up to and you can learn from. Yeah. Sounds yes. like Peter's become a feminist. No, never call me that. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Cool. So much disdain. Um, yeah, and I think I, I would I would also add um, just my two. So, firstly, I don't I don't think so. I think the the term feminist comes with a lot of baggage that doesn't. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, that's what I say. But yeah. no, I do believe in most of the things that you know. Yeah, yeah. No, but not yeah, but the, the, the problem is feminism isn't what feminism says says that is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's not about quality. Same way, same way Black Lives Matter isn't. Yeah. Everything Black Lives Matter is supposed to be, if that makes sense. It's, it's all different. So it, yeah. it almost means different things to different people. Yeah. So that yeah. the word takes on a different definition in every conversation that, that you have. And that's why being able to, def- almost having to define it in every conversation is yeah. helpful. So just to be like, this is what I mean when I say feminism. Um, whereas like females are, are recognized and treated as human and as equal. Um, yeah, with in yeah, with, without any like caveats or anything like that. 
Um, but what I was going to say was almost in Proverbs 31, the, the woman is seen at work and the woman is seen almost like sending out traders across the sea who come back with gifts and wares for her. And she's able to like either furnish her house with it, sell it on, whatever it is. But like, she's actually got people working for her. She's in charge of the servants and stuff like that. And even within the Bible, so not necessarily using Deborah's examples and stuff, but we've got the virtuous woman being in charge of other people which if if there are sailors and if there are like it would have been men predominantly men and she was known as a virtuous woman so for me there's something in there of um of that position not necessarily being um like women being excluded from that but as peter was almost saying the heart with which they they were approaching that um and the manner in which they were going about that, um, that I think it speaks to. So that that would be like my two cents on, on that. Yeah. Thank you. All right, righty. Let's get into the topic for today. And I don't even know what I, I want to, I know what I want to talk about, but I don't know. So we're just going to go with the flow of the conversation and see where we land. So, as you all may know, last week, World Cup finals, no, Euro finals. Yes, Euros. The Euros, where Italy beat England. <laughs> You're saying that like that from the safety of your house. <laughs> it was so funny, like, when I was coming home, like, or just after the, the, the game had finished, and there were some, like, Italian ladies singing happy. There's one guy effing and blinding. Go back to your country. <laughs> For real? Yeah. And I was just thinking, fam, British people are so bitter. Because, like, if they had won, they'd be rubbing it in everyone's faces. Everyone's faces. But alas. And then, obviously, um, the backlash that came about as a result of that was um, Rashford, Sancho, Saka getting... Um, Racially abused because they were the three people that missed the penalties. And you know what? Southgate shouldn't have allowed any of them to have taken the penalties. Bro, them man came on on the last minute. The only warm-up that they had was running up and down the side of the pitch. They barely touched the ball. But like when they were bringing them on, everyone that I was watching the match, well, Gems and one of our friends that were watching the match with were all like, Yo, they're bringing them on for the penalties. Like, because once penalty starts, you're not allowed to, like, sub other people in. So yeah. you're bringing them in right before so that they can kick they can kick the penalties. And, like, you, you're putting a 19-year-old, putting that much pressure on the 19-year-old. But it's like, if it had banged, it would have it would have done a thing. Like, oh, rah, the black guys want us to ting. But it flopped all three of them. Yeah. And my thing is that because of the backlash that you knew would have come if they missed, Ooh. I don't think it was worth giving them, especially the first five, you know, those are like proper important ones. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think like as a manager, that's like one, one way he, 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 he yeah, he didn't protect his, his players in the way that he should have. But yeah, England lost. Um, I guess after another 55 years before they're in another final. <laughs> so I'll see you guys there. Mm. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and one of the conversations that was, was, was being had was this thing about, um, you know, people being given like police sentences if they were found to be given online abuse and stuff. Mm. And, and like the only way something like that would have worked is if, is if like people's anonymity is is taken away, yeah. When when they are um, online, and so I was thinking that was interesting. I just want to ask you guys like, what you thought is public 
it's not really public. It, I guess it is public safety worth people losing that anonymity online. I mean, this is the this is the classic debate. Not classic debate, but this is similar to the classic debate surrounding Twitter and and um, oh, Twitter, Twitter more just needs to die. Twitter more <laughs> especially because it so easily allows or facilitates anonymity. Yeah. And the truth of the matter is, you know, you put you put you know, you put a keyboard in front of someone, and they are typing as opposed to saying something to someone's face. And all of a sudden, there's a whole new sense of bravery that people have um, that allows them to say whatever. And we've come so far now that it's only the extreme stuff that rises to the top and so that's all that people are seeing and so that's sort of everyone goes to a million as soon as you know they 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 get you know a little bit upset and you're doing it over keyboard you're doing it online no one really knows you you might not even be using your real name more often than not you'll be creating a fake profile um there's ways to sort of hide your ip personally i think it's a difficult one because there's also benefits to anonymity. There's, and it's, it's difficult to put the power. If you can remove anonymity, it's difficult to say, we're only going to do this under these circumstances. Mm. Or we're only going to do this here because eventually someone's going to pay enough for those circumstances to change or for that criteria to be changed. And so it's, it's either a hundred percent or zero. And so I think. I think, you know, there's, people are, people are thinking about these things. Academics are thinking about these things, things like blocking, things like, um, having paid services where you either only, um, I think there's like, there was talk of like a version of Twitter, uh, a paid version of Twitter where you get to curate those that you follow. No, those that follow you. Um, and only people with like a real, address or something with a real account can follow you stuff like that but at the end of the day i think i don't know i don't know i think it's it's one of those things where the that's the price of you know that convenience so that i can be anonymous and report a you know a, a drug dealer on my street and, and not have to worry about my identity being revealed um and if um you know euros someone's going to create fake accounts and cuss these people out then you know maybe just block them i don't know i, I don't think i don't think it's worth losing that because that's been of such benefit to the internet and to this global community that the internet sort of created um yeah mm. what do you think moses are you more pro or, or anti um anonymity uh, i think i'm neutral um, I think I'm just in a matter stage. I'm just like, eh. Because um, to one degree, it's like, if... So I'm I'm reading it from a perspective of if every if everyone was, like, not anonymous, you wouldn't necessarily get to hear what's, what's really in people's hearts. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but we won't be able to address the situation. So there'll be a lot, it'll be a lot easier to be like, um, oh, racism does not exist simply because people aren't saying it because they're not anonymous. And uh, sorry, sorry to cut you off, Mo, because I know you've not finished your point, mm. but I want to push back there because I wonder if that's really what's in their heart. Like, I wonder if people say stuff that they really mean mm. or if they just say stuff that they can because of opportunity and because that is what's going to rise to the top and you know i i wonder if and you know and there's no like and there's no like consequences to yeah yeah so i wonder if a lot of these people are really racist or if they're in their drunken stupidity they're just like edward what what when they do i don't think i i don't think anyone who is not racist would use racist language. <laughs> yeah, and what I was gonna say was, um, what, what I was, was going to say was almost. Um, I think I think it's C.S. Lewis who says it that if you really want to see what's in someone's heart, like catch them off guard. Now, obviously, some of these statements aren't off guard. They're premeditated. They're calculated. 
they they like curate the sentence to make sure that it stings, it hits the right places, blah blah blah. Um, but there's this there's this notion of um, the only way to know if you've got mics in the house is to run into the room and turn on the lights randomly. <laughs> you know, because like, if if you're to walk into mm. the room casually, by the time you turn on the lights, for the most part, they would have scurried away. Um, and it's the same with with the mice in our hearts almost. It's when that random guy cuts you, your response shows you what's in your heart. Mm. But you see, I think human nature is also, a, in part, we, we can't, like, we can't remove the fact that there are those sort of checks and balances that we inherently have and so yes. within certain communities we you know you i think you you've mentioned it even in uh, in reference to the conversations that we have based on being me mo robert we're able to say certain things that maybe we wouldn't say you know in church or in mm. you know at work and stuff and i don't think that it's necessarily that those things aren't there i think as a complete human being there is there, there are restrictions. And so no one is completely perfect or completely good or completely bad. But there are restrictions that we have that mean in person, in, in, in relationships, we wouldn't say or do certain things that maybe we would, you know, when you remove some of those restrictions. Yeah. And I don't think that means that they are inherently that bad thing. I think it's just one of those things that normally they're able to keep under control. I think I would push back on that and say that, mm. yes, yes, we're human, but um, I don't think that when put into a corner or in a fit of rage, all humans will reach the same level of like derogatory language and stuff. Yeah, but that's even that's. I mean, you said that fit of rage. We're we're talking, you know, people that maybe had a few things to drink and, and lost some money on football. Mm. Like it's not that deep. Do you get me? And, and oh so, no, but even you, you, no, you, you, you know, yeah. Um, like I think back to a time in secondary school mm. where, like, I was just having like having an argument with 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 some guy, and then you know, back then the, the like automatic result. I mean, automatic response was your mum. Right, <laughs> and so I said your mum to him, and then he swung and punched me in the face. <laughs> and and but he did that. I found out afterwards because his mum had passed away. Yes. Now, if I had known that, like, I would have said your mum. Yeah. Like, 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 no, no, no matter how angry I was, <laughs> there are still levels. I, <laughs> I know you don't cross. Mm. And I think for some people, um, there are levels that they think like, yeah, everyone's levels are different. And I don't think there's, you could push someone, there's, there's some people you couldn't push so far to reach certain levels. I don't think personally. Yeah. And and there's there's such a thing as mob mentality as well. Yes. Yeah. Where, especially, especially football culture, um, where just being in the midst of people who yeah, people who would normally be like calm everyday people, as soon as they get in a football crowd, they turn into hooligans. Um, and it's just it's so as, much fun. It's so yeah, much fun. It's, just, <laughs> it's just seen as banner. It's just seen as art. Like, yeah, it's what it is. Um, and arguably, even those undertones um, are similar to to like lynching, because it's it's only when it's only when for the most part it's only when they were in groups that they would actually go as far as lynching. Um, and it, arguably, it has been even associated with um, black teenagers. That <laughs> So when I was in college, um, one person said, black people don't know, black boys don't normally do one-on-one -on -one fights until they're about the age of 19. And another person said, no, black people don't fight until there are 19 of them. <laughs> and 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 so there's there's this mentality of almost like safety in numbers, and there may be repercussions, but because they're a group of us, we're cool. Even if the white people storming the the Congress building in America, they they were just like, oh yeah, like 
test the bag of us. Like, let's all go. We'll be fine. And then things started backfiring. We're like, oh, crap. Maybe we shouldn't have done this. And so there's, there's, there's a thing around mob mentality um, that I think plays into this as well. So because lots of people were doing it, people who may not have necessarily done it are just thinking, oh, yeah, everyone's doing it. Let me, let me get a kick in as well. Mm. And yep. I mean, it is it is scientifically shown that mob once a mob gathers, the collective IQ reduces by like a significant number. So, mm. and do you know what oh, I find? You... So quickly, I find it so interesting. Um, I was reading this book on habits, and there there was a there was a mob that was forming in in a particular place, and the police were getting concerned. Because every time like the mob would form, obviously there would there would be an uproar and stuff. So they called in one person to be like, yo, like we need you to help us um dispel these mobs whenever they come in because they cause so much damage and blah blah blah. And what the person did was he removed every single person who was selling food and drink. Okay. And just by removing those people selling food and drink, the mob dispelled within within like an hour nothing happened because now it's too hungry to be stupid too, too hungry and too thirsty to get anything done and it's almost the same with the football mentality where it's like obviously mm. going local pubs whatever drinking them blah 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 and then it's just all off like when I live next to the stadium it was a jolting yeah mm. Um, do you think that anonymity can play any positive parts of being a Christian? <laughs> um, I'm remembering uh, Jay Givens, um, his song yeah. about the guy he met uh, was "Don't Call the Name Something" or the yeah, other, but um... the story, the story behind it being he met someone who was illegally smuggling bibles into like a community and you know you, you, he what he was um disabused of was the notion that oh you should have faith and you should be able mm-hmm. to you know stand and, and do all of this and all of that but when he came into contact with that particular person and, and got to know that particular person's story he realized that there's more to it than that there's the, you know he's got family he's got whatever there's more to it and he is supplying bibles he is doing something incredible and so it's like that anonymity helps and i don't think it was anything to do with online but yeah. it's one of the ways in which i can see it being of use like you you live in a country like um maybe china or something or north korea is it north or south whichever one where you know there's very 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 strong um uh dictatorships governing what you say how you say online and something like a vpn which gives you a sense of a degree of anonymity because it hides your ip address and allows you to get around some of these things is the only way that some people are able to you know access content like access christian content or access um you know a, a bible and so i definitely think it has value yeah and can have value to a christian maybe not even as much now but definitely when it becomes illegal to be christian which i think it will maybe not soon but yeah and it already is in some places yeah definitely i think it it's um it's of use the the song that peter was referencing is called can't say and can't it's say. on um jay glenn's no lv envy lv envy yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I, I love that song, and he even says, as as Peter was saying, he 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 says, for all my one one sixes living in caps lock, mm. I was like, that's that's such a dope line, because yeah. that was the mantra. Thanks to yeah. Reach Records, it's yeah. like one one six. I'm unashamed of the gospel. It's the power for them to salvation. Like <laughs> even though it's not the mantra no more, bro. <laughs> I run it, bro. Like I've got, I've got it tied on my arm. That's how much of a mantra it is. One one six. I got that tied on my arm. Um, Do you think you'd have got tatted if it hadn't been a thing? Like if one one six records hadn't been a thing. So the the reason I got it tied is because the one one six artwork in and of itself is dope. Mm. 
<laughs> so that I got that one one six artwork tied. You're losing so, points, man. You're losing so points. So if it if it didn't if it didn't exist, then that artwork wouldn't have been there. Mm. So no, I wouldn't. But it, have it was it was it was it was a dope mantra, and it, still it was the idea it was. You know, um, and that being what you, you know, your anchor to. I yeah. Think but as, as Peter was saying, there's definitely wisdom in in how you live it out. And it's it's the case in which um, letting your light shine doesn't necessarily mean like broadcasting yourself, but it more so speaks about effectiveness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so if effectiveness in this situation means no one knowing you're a Christian, then that's actually letting your life shine so that those who need to be affected are affected. But then couldn't you but then couldn't it be argued that if you're living your life the Christian way, the people know you're Christians by the way you're living? But the, the thing is, what what is the Christian way? What the Bible says Christians should be doing in their lives. But we've got non-Christians living more Christian lives than Christians, unfortunately. Jeez. <laughs> and so that that's that's no indication that you're a Christian. You're, it's more so an indication that you're a good person. But then that, but 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 then is does that an excuse for us not to be living as Christian as we can? No, most definitely not. But the reality is, like even with divorce that we mentioned earlier the divorce rate in the church is just as high as the divorce rate outside of the church. And this, this is no shade on anyone who has got a divorce and stuff like that. Like situations happen and there's grace, but the, like Jesus is like, yo, like what God has put together, let no one tear apart. And the disciples were like, yo, like this is a hard saying. So the disciples realized how hard it was, mm. but Jesus still gave that. Um, and we, we're in a situation in which there's there's just as much adultery, fornication, abuse, sexual abuse, um, just yeah, within the, I, I wouldn't say within the body, I would say within the institution. Yes, there is it within the body because we're all sinful people, but the institution almost hides people under the guise of Christianity, um, and doesn't actually work at um i say that loosely some people do some some institutions don't work actually uprooting the the problem and treating the treating the source and stuff so yeah i i I think just by living a a quote-unquote righteous lifestyle doesn't necessarily mean that you are christian and so if we're hoping that by living a righteous lifestyle, we will show people that we're Christians. I used to believe that. I used to believe that, yeah, just live right and people will know. But I'm like, reality that proves, like indicates otherwise. There would have to be an indication beyond just a righteous life. Because in terms of Jesus and the Pharisees, the Pharisees had the righteous life. Jesus was called a drunkard and a glutton, which wasn't synonymous with a righteous life. So then how how do you reconcile like back in was it was it Acts where they were first called Christians? Mm-hmm. Yeah, in Antioch, yeah. Yeah. So like but 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 then couldn't it be said that there were also good people there as well? But, but I, think, something... I think them being called Christians was coupled with their preaching. And so yeah. there was there was something it's like there was a verbal um communication as well as the the activity of the community, not just the individual. So, and, and I also think, sorry, sorry, I finished. No, go for it, no, go for it. I, I was going to say, I also think being Christian doesn't necessarily mean announcing that you're Christian every single mm-hmm. time. And more often, more often than not, what we're, you know, talking about how anonymity helps, um, you find people in situations where it's sort of don't ask, don't tell. Like if you ask me to deny that God is God, then maybe I'll have a, then maybe it'll be an issue. And and yeah, you, you'll find out I'm Christian because I can't deny that Jesus is Christ. But 
if if it's just okay no one can be christian and i'm quietly secretly living my christian life supplying black bibles and ministering to people once i have um you know relationship with them and realize that okay they're not gonna snitch me out to the government and then kill me and leave my wife and my child you know fatherless then it's a bit different and and so i think we we, we're we're almost taking it to the extreme where being a christian is going to be Wherever you go, you're announcing you're a Christian. I don't think that's I don't think that's reality. I have arrived. The Christian, the good one. Because I, I like, think as well, people like being a notice. vegan or vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to tell people. You have to tell people that you're a vegetarian, and you have to tell them why they have to be vegetarian as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I can't I, eat that. I can't eat that. I can't eat meat products. So you know, I'm a vegan. <laughs> but but I mean, even there, you you have some um example of how it can be because I think when you do life with people, you get to see some of these things. Yeah. And so you know, you you you're, you're walking with this person, you're living with this person, you're listening to, or you have exposure to the music that they listen to and. The, the, their vernacular and, and their vocabulary and their, you know, reaction to certain things. And it's like, oh, okay, it's interesting. You don't do this particular thing or you do that particular thing. Why is that? And you find that if, especially with Christians whose faith influences their life, by doing life with them, you get exposed to their faith either way. And without them maybe having to announce it in flamboyant mm-hmm. fashion. So, th- th- question, do you think people who you haven't told your so if, if someone new like started interacting with you mm. do you think that they would tell they could tell that you're a christian like honestly no for me yeah <laughs> yeah i think so i think okay. so why, why yeah. so Be, well because most of my secular friends come to that conclusion Sometimes, especially before we've had the, oh, what did you do at the weekend? I went to church quickly. So, oh, <laughs> um, you know, it, that's when you stared at me night I went to church. <laughs> what did you do? Oh, Sunday, I was recovering. I was praying for your recovery. No, so yeah, I, I think, I think for my interactions with people, I, I, people, yeah, they've gone like, yeah, you, you go to church or you believe in, in God and stuff. And, and, you know, sometimes they bring those questions or they bring those conversations to me mm. unprovoked. And it's like, oh, okay. You obviously know that I am Christian. If not, you wouldn't ask me about this specific mm. thing, if that makes sense. So, yeah. yeah. I, I think not necessarily by virtue of anything I do in particular, but I think just, yeah. What yeah. I've noticed is yeah, they, they do. I think for me, there is the whole, oh yeah, I was at church on a Sunday kind of thing. There, there, there is mm. that. But then there's also, but, but it's also like um, the point of view I have in certain debates about things mm. where like it wouldn't make, it's not that it wouldn't make sense, but it, it's not uh, the common view to have on certain things unless you were uh, following a faith. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Now, I mean that that said as well, just just randomly, people also sometimes think I'm Muslim, especially if I let my beard grow out. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I I genuinely don't know. I genuinely don't know. Um mm. and I I think it's I have been very, very intentional about um maintaining a lifestyle that doesn't seem overly righteous. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, like, and it's yeah, not every it's now not, and then you throw a sin in there. Yeah, no one wants to. Like every now and then, switch up the playlist. Um, but yeah, it's and I, I, I think. How you gonna sin to keep yourself humble? That is so crazy, bro. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not. It's not even. It's not even from that perspective. I have, I have a real, um, problem. And this this is from a place of vulnerability, but I have a real problem of relying on my own efforts when I get into a streak of being righteous. Mm. When I get into a streak of listening to the right music, banging the Bible study every morning, spending that hour and a half praying in tongues every day, which I don't do. But it's just like, I, I get into the state of just being like, yo, like, man's on this, like, I got this now. Um, 
And I find that even more problematic than just chilling and just being me. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird line between like being authentic, but still striving for intimacy with God and allowing that to, to kind of make its own way in my life. Um, so yeah, things come out, things like whatever, um, in the way that I live, even like working for churches and like trying to be a priest and stuff like that. So that like there's tangible activity in that direction. But in terms of living day to day, I try to, and I try to dispel the, the notion of, um, all Christians act a certain way by intentionally being authentic and not trying to take on a facade or take on the, <clears throat> the idea of Christians should be like this <clears throat> from the perspective of a prescription as opposed to allowing the Holy Spirit to transform you. Um, so, yeah, I, I genuinely do not know if anyone could be like, yes, Mo's a Christian, just from our interaction. Because half the time they'll, they'll hear me listening to J. Cole or whatever, and then I'll then start listening to lo-fi. I can't really listen to gospel. I mostly listen to lo-fi. Mm. But I, I think I think you might also be surprised. Uh, and I, maybe, it, it, there, there might be a, there might be an exercise there to try it out. But I think you also might be surprised because no, I, I I agree in that you know a lot of the things the same. Like I would listen. I, I listen to lo-fi a lot, especially if I'm working because I actually need mm. to focus. And yeah, I can't focus with worship or with even with um like I, I love my Christian hip hop. I can't focus with that in the background because yeah. I'm listening to words and, and yeah. stuff. Um, and I thought I I changed up the playlist as well, but I think I think the the interesting thing is where a lot of so speaking on my side, a lot of the decisions I've made have been selfish or at least in self preservation. Mm. So like R and B, I can't listen to you because <laughs> it takes you somewhere. <laughs> Mm, that bump and grind. Hey, mm. I can only listen to that on date night because then it's viable. Even then, because for real, man's got eyes, you know, and, and especially yeah. when it's summer or TikTok has taken off with leggings and everyone's wearing stupid stuff, bro. Like, I'm looking I, everywhere. Ugh. When when the, when the, when the R and B comes on, it's it's just the missus in the room, and then as soon as then R and B lock off, like can't do that anymore. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And because I think for me lyrics are so important, yeah. Um, unless I am looking to study, in the sense of like I like I like rhyme schemes, I like poetry, I like stuff like that. I don't need. You I don't need study R and B. I don't need it. I don't. I can't. So a lot of that is self preservation, and and even what's, what's like the name of the group that did um, grind on me. Pretty Ricky. Pretty Ricky. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, I you know, so yeah. it's a, a so lot. So does that mean you don't? Uh, does that mean you don't go to, to, to Songs of Solomon unless you're ready to smash? Well, not necessarily, because <laughs> Songs of Solomon is also an allegory of God's love for Israel. So, uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't get turned by God. Yeah, I don't think it's an allegory for God's love for Israel. I think I think that Christians have. No, no, there's no, 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 elements I, of it no, that no, no, is I, an allegory of bro, love. I think the thing was was about Solomon's love for a woman, which and it, it like it's the sexual language is all the way throughout it. Yeah, but if yeah. marriage, if marriage can also be a representation of Christ's love for the church, and so, marriage is big thing in marriage is sex, then why not? But but the thing is, marriage is more so the covenant. And the giving of each other to the other person, the holy giving of no, no, no. But hit, but hit, the thing is, in, in, in heaven, in heaven, in heaven, in heaven, man will not be given to woman like that. There will be no need of sexual intimacy, and so Jesus will have. Jesus has no need for sexual intimacy with his wife. But Songs of Solomon is all about hey, your breasts are two heaps. <laughs> 
you know, like that, like straight in. Maybe, maybe because it's in the Bible, it's sanctified for me because it doesn't give me problems. It, 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 it shouldn't. It shouldn't give you problems. Um, Pretty Ricky does. And it's 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 a real celebration of something that God has instituted. Mm. And whilst Pretty Ricky is very lustful, and it's just like fam, that there is no sense of oh let's consecrate this no just grind on me yeah close your eyes and take the time on you maybe he was talking to, to his wife no he wasn't no he wasn't <laughs> none of them know? were married at no, the time bro they, they were like they were, they were like 19 18 19 they could have been married but they weren't yeah? yeah mary was married at 13 thank you very much 13 14 how dare you compare marriage to pretty ricky you know like that the virgin, the virgin, the pretty Ricky, you know. But yeah, I think yeah, I think I think our genuine lies when influenced by faith, I, I think will come across as such, you know, yeah. especially when it's genuine. And and I have to put genuine in there because yeah. of course there are people that go to church and that's all that they do is go to church. Yep. So <laughs> So yeah, yeah. So I I like in conversation, so in training and stuff, people will be like, no, nah, clearly God's hand is on you, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Um, but in like day to day, I don't know. I don't know. I've had people like just interact with me and recognize that like there's a warmth for whatever coming from me. Um, or I'm, like they may see me, as Peter said, and feel intimidated. But as soon as they start <laughs> having a conversation with me, they recognize that no, like there's a different there's a difference there. Well, no, because I also think even like your understanding of fatherhood and, and your prioritizing of your family, which mm. might not be overtly Christian, I yeah. know it comes from your faith. It's fundamentally shaped by yeah, exactly. And, and thus, even those things, which I think maybe might not seem or might not come across as announcing your faith, mm. I think also present it, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah something like, oh, we're, can you come out on Thursday or, you know, when, when I don't, I can't remember when your date night is because it's none of my business. But when someone say come out on this and you're like, oh, that's date night. Yeah. I think there's elements of people recognize something, you know, they might not necessarily immediately say, oh, because you're mm. Christian, but they're like, okay, he prioritizes his family. Yeah. And that's, you know, becomes another seed, you know, amongst so other many, yeah. so, other, so many other, you know, points of evidence that, there's something about you that pertains to faith. Yeah. And so I think, I think, yeah. Yeah. So I may, I may be surprised by the answers. Mm. I'm hoping I am, but I, I genuinely can't say if someone could, could be like, Oh yeah, like I'm always a Christian. I'm always about, um, I genuinely don't know. Yeah. And I love my God of money t-shirts and stuff. So. Yes. Any like the, the GOM t-shirt, I could, I can't wear it because it's like red and white. If I had your one, which was all black, I would rock that all the time. All black on black, yeah. Yeah, I would rock that all the time. But mine is so standout-ish yeah. that I'm like, I don't, I don't want to rock it to almost like draw attention to it. But mm. if it was muted, I love the muted stuff. Simple muted, but yeah. So it's more, it's more memorabilia for me than something that I'd wear out. Mm. But it's dope. The top's dope. And facts got over money facts yeah even my prep and prayer even my prep and prayer shirt like i love those things i love those things so there you go were you one of the guys that had jesus as my logo apparel no because it was always it was always more hip-hop stuff like i had the growing pains wristband i had the uh no jesus no peace bit this band and stuff like that like it was always it was always stuff i could find on you know, with hip hop artists as opposed to the um, Christian shop, Hillsongy, mm. you know, ribbons and stuff. I, I, I didn't, I didn't like that stuff. I had Jesus piece once. I think I do actually. I had the yeah, black the one Jesus in. piece. Yeah, yeah. yeah so the chain Kanye. that had the head of the Jesus. Well, so the head of, of of a white guy on it. Exactly. And his curly hair. No, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> when people. When people wear the crucifixes and start saying white Jesus, no one has a problem with that one. Not necessarily, because Jesus, I mean, white or black, died on a cross. Died on something that can be represented by a cross. Yeah, wood. Just like the Jesus piece was. Amen? Mm, no, sorry. Fam, don't, don't, <laughs> don't stretch it. Don't stretch it. 
Cool. All right, let's round up. We'll wrap yeah. up. Let's yeah. <laughs> Any more? <laughs> Hookups? Can I go first? Yes, Can. sir. Uh, hookups for me um, so I've been struggling with time management recently and I thought so, you something else but yeah that's cool no <laughs> one of the hookups that I, one, one thing I found is I still want to watch movies I still want to like I don't know I like stories so I found this YouTube person or YouTube channel that does recaps of movies um, and okay. of stuff Mr. Brain Junkie um and it's dope like it's literally decent fairly decent um recaps of movies and i, I sort of tested it with movies that i had seen and then watch him recapping like, okay yeah he caught he caught the heart of that so yeah check him out on youtube he does it in like 15 12 to 15 minutes so it's almost like you get to watch a movie in that time and have it all explained to you you still get the story but you don't have to waste you know an hour and a half two hours watching it so yeah check it out mr brain junkie on youtube nice um i think i'm not sure if this has been hooked up already but um seven deadly sins season five (laughs) yeah i'm not sure if it's been hooked up already because i know that peter's gone through the whole thing um i think i'm currently on like episode eight um yeah, it's, I don't know, the hype isn't there for me as, as as it was with the other ones. But because I'm committed to it, I'm like, I want to finish it. Um, but the hype isn't, isn't there. Um, and also it may be because I've like seen some of the stuff that, is, that has happened and I'm just waiting to see. I feel like they're stretching it out slightly. They're mm. stretching out the episodes and making it longer than it actually has to be. I feel like they could have, done the 12 episodes in like eight um yeah i feel like they could have done it in about eight they're stretching it out mm. um but it's it's an it's an anime that i've been i've been committed to and season five has been out for a while so yeah that that would be my hookup so it's not it's, it's a passionate hookup but it's a mere passionate hookup so yeah. <laughs> cool uh my hookup this week is Wowchop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Voucher Groupon, you know them, them, them kind of websites where you go to get a discount on things. And yeah, yeah if you're looking to, to, to spend money, I not spend money, save money, go to those websites. You know, they they give really good discounts. Um, usually you're like restricted in some way in like when you can go somewhere or what time or like yeah. if you're going to dinner, the thing. But it's still really, really good. They can save yourself a lot of money. Mm-hmm. When so, you use them for like big restaurants or call ahead, please. Yes. Facts. But yeah. no, they're they're dope. They are dope. I've forgotten about all of that actually. Yeah. They are dope. Robert, so, check, do, check do you have do you have like um a a a code or something that you want to give? Any um, anything yeah. in, partic- in particular? Oh no, 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 no. I was gonna be sitting and say, you know, just get Say 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 Robert and get twenty percent off. <laughs> I don't know what to get. <laughs> Broken hearts. <laughs> no, because because normally that there will be like, oh, if you give this, if you give this like code oh, affiliate to, to codes. friends, yeah, affiliate codes and stuff, even on like normal accounts. Oh, so yeah, on um, if you do have one, we can put it into the show notes. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll find one tonight and put Because yeah, even with like, so gems uses Squarespace. And she she's just made a regular account, but they've given her like a, a code that if, if she brings yeah. somebody, so it's almost like the the Uber Eats stuff. If you get someone else onto Uber Eats, they'll give you a free meal. Yeah. So with all the with all the YouTubers, with the a, if a bag of people use their code, they're just getting free stuff. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's worth looking into, especially if you're given giving a voucher and stuff. If you have got something like that, we can put it into the show notes. Yeah. yeah. So some people use friends. that. Yeah. yeah. They get a discount. Give me all the free stuff. Give me all the free stuff, guys. Please, please. <laughs> all right. Let's round up. Um, shout out to Rich for the intro outro music. Calvin Turner for the ordering main logo. Twitter at Furnace UK. Um, Instagram, TBS Furnace. 
email address teamisfansfootball.com find us at soundcloud.com forward slash that's furthest no apostrophe on all good podcasts websites and apps that's furthest no apostrophe that's it cool. we are out blow oh wait no sorry I meant this is the blacksmith's furnace signing out I'm not doing it again <laughs>